Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Welcome to the Gateway to Grace free teleconference. My name is Elizabeth Tobin. I'm a certified resonance repatterning practitioner, and we're going to be doing some resonance repatterning tonight on the call. So what I'd love to do is just open it up to the group energy and see where the repatterning takes us. So you can participate in this repatterning if you're listening to the call live, and you can also participate in this repatterning if you're listening to the recording. You might even want to go back and re-listen to it um, a number of times because each time that you listen to it and do the repatterning, you shift your frequencies even more. So let's see where we're going to go tonight. I thought we'd just get right into the repatterning and see what we're going to do. So resonance repatterning is a synthesis of lots of different healing systems, and it was developed by a woman named Chloe Wordsworth. And so we can use things like color, light, sound. We might work with acupuncture points. We might work with the chakras, maybe do some movement, um, tuning forks, toning. All of this is incorporated into the repatterning process. And we use muscle checking to tap into the group energy to identify um, what patterns we need to shift for the group and what the modalities are that will shift those patterns. So you can think of it like we're gonna be flicking switches, turning off the energy around the negative patterns, turning on the energy around the positive patterns. So May I have your permission to include you in the group energy field? I'd like to ask permission because that engages our free will and free will is very, very important and it's very powerful here in the third dimension, the land of free will. So you can set your intention and give your permission to be included in the session by saying yes. So may I have your permission, permission to muscle check for you? And you can say yes. Okay. So let's see what we need. We'll get right into the repatterning. Um, there's something that we need from orientation, problems into opportunities, an intention for a new possibility. A specific repatterning is needed, yes. So I'm just using the muscle checking, going through the repatterning process to see which part of the process is needed. So we're going to do a repatterning and the repatterning that we need at this time is something from A, B, C, D, something from E, something from F, something from G, something from H. Oh, we're gonna do energetics of relationship repatternings. So these repatternings are working with our relationships. 
So let's see which one we need here. There are a number of options here. So let's see here, going to my, going to my table of contents. So what we need here is something from the power of positive resonance. We need something from the power of the inductor. We, so I'm just, again, going through the, the options here to see what we need and using the muscle checking to tap into the group field to get the answer. We need something from the power of the capacitor. Yes, we need something from, uh, we're gonna do the bonding separation stress repatterning. So the capacitor is, um, well, let's see. It might be something we need to hear from the introduction. Okay, so there's something that we do need to hear from the introduction here, yes. So these free patternings use the analogy of an electrical circuit to describe how energy moves through relationships. Like if you think about relationships, like a relationship circuit. So in an electrical circuit, the capacitor acts as a holding tank and its function is to store current and to release it whenever it's needed and so the capacitor consists of a negative and a positive plate and then the non-conductive space between the two plates slows down the current until there's such a buildup of energy that the current jumps across the space from the negative to the positive plate so the analogy of the capacitor applied to relationships is that the capacitor in a relationship is like that reservoir that stores the energy and the energy of love, shared values, happy memories, positive feelings and experiences, a reservoir that the people in relationship can draw on in times of need. And so the closer and more loving a relationship um, the more energy the capacitor can store and the more energy it can release in times of challenge. So there's anything more we need to hear from the introduction? Yes, there's something more about the capacitor. Something from here. So, so then it talks about, well, what empties the relationship capacitor? So we know that what fills it are positive interactions, shared values, um, communication, happy memories. But what empties the capacitor in any relationship is um, negative things like criticism, blame, judgment, anger, abuse of words or actions, lack of protection, being unpredictable, not honoring your commitments. All of these things, um, controlling behaviors, all of these things can drain the energies out of the capacitor. So the healthy capacitor is the end result of conscious and coherent actions on a consistent basis over time in the relationship. 
So let's see, there's anything more we need to hear from the introduction? Yes, something from here, 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 something from here. So just going through something from here. Something that's needed from this section, yes, it's here. So if a relationship doesn't appear to be able to hold a charge or hold, you know, that that energy, it may be that our capacitor is too small. You could think about the capacitor as the capacity, the capacity for love. For instance, we might have a wonderful experience with someone, and yet the energy of love and warmth and appreciation immediately dissipates, leaving the relationship back at ground zero. In such a relationship, the capacitor is under-functioning. It's unable to store the energy charge from the enjoyable experience. And so transforming our unconscious patterns um, and having more bonding experiences um, may be needed to build the trust that finally allows the relationship capacitor to hold a charge. Is anything from here? Is something from here? Is anything else we need to hear from the introduction? No. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to check here. We need to talk about the um, the ten ways to build the capacitor. No, we don't. Okay. So the bonding, separation, stress, repatterning. Um, we need to hear something from here. So I, I call this like the dance of advance and retreat because bonding, separation, stress. This goes back to oftentimes when we are infants bonding with our, with our mother. Um, so let's see what we need here from this introduction. Something from here, 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 here. So this is talking about boundary issues and um, the parasympathetic nervous system. So the bonding is the, um, the sympathetic nervous system. No, I'm sorry. The bonding is the parasympathetic nervous system. That's the relaxation. And then the, the, okay, I'm going to backtrack here. I'm just going to go through here. Okay. So because of past bonding, separation, stress, boundary, boundary issues can become significant. Um, when our bonding, relaxed, parasympathetic nervous system is underactivated, we might tend to feel overwhelmed by incoming sensory information. And then um, when the reptilian brain's reticular activating system doesn't adequately filter the incoming information, then our system can easily go into overload, 
from all of the sights, sounds, touch, even smells that we take in. This is why people can get um, overwhelmed in crowds. Too much sensory information is coming in. And one way of responding to this overwhelm is to shut down. We might feel too vulnerable or easily violated by others' actions or their demands. Um, isolation might feel safe, but then it also can lead us to feel cut off and, and lonely. Um, so we might isolate ourselves in order to feel safe, or we might be very um, strictly controlling over how much bonding we allow, avoiding what feels like too much closeness, too much touch, too much contact with people. So that's the boundary is issues with the underactive parasympathetic nervous system, which allows us to bond. And then there's anything more that we need to hear from this introduction. Yes, okay, there's something from here. And then, so then there's the agitation and an overactive sympathetic nervous system. So when our sympathetic nervous system is overacted, overactivated, we might feel agitated and unable to relax into our parasympathetic nervous system. And the force of hyperactive energy often pushes people away, or we may discharge the buildup of energy in overwork, excessive exercise, constant activity, numerous projects, constant talking, um, excessive exercising, excessive sexual activity. And so these activities might bring temporary relief, but for long-term balancing of this overemphasis on the sympathetic nervous system, then we need to develop a comfort level with, within our parasympathetic nervous system, that bonding, relaxation, and feeling states of sensitive awareness, receptivity, and listening. So let's see, there's anything more we need to hear from the introduction? No, okay. So bonding, separation, working with our nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system that allows for relaxation and bonding, the sympathetic nervous system that allows us to go out into the world and explore and be active. Ideally, we, we wanna have a good balance between the two so that we're able to, to bond with our close friends, our family, our intimates, and also do what we need to do out in the world. So what we're going to do with this repatterning, um, we need to talk about um, this section here, something from here, There's something from here, here, okay. So it's best, I'm just gonna check here to see what the best way is to approach this repatterning. So it's best to open up the lines and get some input from people at this time. No, okay. It's best to move into this section here that is identifying the bonding stress that drains us and our relationship capacitor. Yes, okay. So this is the, um, the bonding stress. 
So let's see what we need here. So there are 11 options. So again, using the muscle checking, just checking through to see which pattern we need to identify and shift around bonding stress. So it's something from one through five, six through 10, number six, seven, number eight. Okay. So this is the earlier experience of bonding stress. And it's number one, it's number two, number three. So it's, I am unable to bond with my mother because she is sick. And so this could be something that you've actually experienced as, um, an, as an infant or a young child, or it could be something that um, is a negative resonance imprint from a generational pattern. So we're gonna check this, a general check. So repeat after me. So say, I am unable to bond with my mother because she is sick. Okay, and we're resonating with that. So, uh, and just notice what it feels like as, as you said that. Okay, and now I wanna look to see, do we need to identify the separation stress that drains our relationships? Yes, okay. So, um, So this one is about being hyper agitated. And it's something here. Um, from number one, two, three. And it's number one, number two. And this is a general check. So say I am hyper agitated because my mother loses contact with me. Oh, because my mother leaves me and loses contact with me. I'll say that again. I am hyper agitated because my mother leaves me and loses contact with me. And that is on. And again, that could be something that you've actually experienced as an infant or a small child, or it could be a negative imprint from a generational pattern. Okay, so I'm just going to check here. There's something from here, 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 something from here. So then looking at the bonding stress 
that drains the relationship. Um, and you can think about like which relationship would you like this repatterning for? Is there a relationship that you have that where you'd like more closeness or um, do you have a relationship that challenges you or that that drains you? Um, do you feel overwhelmed in certain relationships or do you feel um, cut off or abandoned in certain relationships? So think about which relationship you'd like this repatterning for. Okay, so we're gonna look at the bonding stress again. Um, there's something from A, there's something from B, okay. So we're looking at the behaviors um, that are caused by a depleted energy field. So it's something here from one through five, six through 10, 11 through 15, 16 to 20, 16, 17, 18. So the behaviors um, caused by a depleted energy field And it's number one, number two. So what came up is I feel everything intensely. And I take everything personally. So this is sort of that, that hypersensitivity to stimulus. So this is a general check. So say, I feel everything intensely. And that is resonating. And then this is a general check. Say, I take everything personally. And that is resonating, that is on. So those are the behaviors caused by a depleted energy field. Now we're gonna look at the chakras. Um, so this, is at the level of the chakras. So what we need is something from A, something from B. So this is um, pelvic chakra. And it's something from number one, two, three. Okay, so, and what came up is I cannot trust and so we need to put a specific person in here. No, this is others in general. Yeah. And this is a general check. So say I cannot trust others. 
And that is resonating. We are on for that. So that'll be nice to switch off. And then there's something from another chakra we need to look at. Yes. So we need to look at this in terms of the solar plexus, in terms of the heart chakra. Yes. And it's number one, two, three. So this is separating um, ourselves from, from others um, to avoid being de-energized by them. And I'm just going to check. This is a specific person. No, but you can think about this in your in your own life. If there's a relationship where you you notice that you kind of keep your distance because the the person drains your energy, um, you can certainly put this into the mix here in the repatterning. So this is a general check. So repeat after me. Say I separate myself from others. to avoid being de-energized by them. Yeah, and that's resonating. We're on for that. And then we need to also look at the throat chakra. We don't, okay. Okay, so then we need to look at bonding stress again. Yes, okay. So continuing on with the bonding stress here, there's another pattern we need to identify. And so this is um, something to do with our present relationship. And it's something from the list from one through five six through 10, 11 through 15, 16 to 20, yes, it's 16, 17, 18, 19. Okay, so this is number one, two, three, four, five. And then what came up is I want others to take care of me. And yet um, we cut ourselves off, separate ourselves from others. So you can, you can see how that would create tension. Um, you know, that yearning to be taken care of, but then not trusting others. Um, that, that yearning to be taken care of but then um, feeling, you know, over, overwhelmed by attention, um, feeling everything intensely, so wanting to pull back. So that's the dance of advance and retreat, wanting relationship, but then pulling back from it. So this is a general check. So say I want others to take care of me. And that's resonating, that's on. 
we are resonating with that. And so that is, that's the bonding stress that drains the relationship. Um, you know, certainly, you know, wanting to get, be taken care of, I think is a natural human need, but it's on, you can think of it on a continuum so that you don't want to go tip the balance into being too needy, right? Um, there's, you know, interdependence and independence as well. So now we need to look at the separation stress. Yes, okay. So that was the bonding stress. So now we're gonna look at the separation stress. Gonna have a little sip of water here. Okay, so let's see what's needed here. It's something from A, yeah. So this is, um, this is the separation stress. Um, and a congested energy field in response to the separation stress. So it's something from one through five, six, seven, eight. And this is a general check. And what came up, repeat after me, say, I have deep needs that aren't recognized or satisfied. Oh, yeah, that one's making me yawn. Okay. Yeah, we're resonating with that. So what we're doing is we're identifying all of these patterns that we are going to shift. Okay, so then we need to look at the behavior that's caused by this separation stress. Yes. And so there's a list here from one through five, six through 10. It's number six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, and this is a general check. Okay, so say it takes a crisis or a very large sensory input for me to get in touch with my feelings. <sighs> yeah, and that's on, we are resonating with that. So now we need to look at this also at the level of the chakras. Yeah. So this is the, the congested energy field that prevents a buildup of, um, of relationship capacitor energy. 
And so the chakra we need to focus on now is something from A, B, C, D, so heart chakra again. And it's number one, two, three. And what came up is I am possessive. So that's a general check. So say I am possessive. Yeah, and that's resonating. So you could think about like in where in your relationships or in what relationship might you be holding on too tightly? Where might you need to maybe let go, let go of some control? So we also need to look at the throat chakra. We don't, okay? Another, another yawn here. Energy's moving. Okay. So then we're going to look at how the separation stress, again, drains the relationship. So we looked at how the bonding stress drains relationship. Now we'll look at how the separation stress drains relationship. So there's something from the list here from one through five, six through 10, 11, 12. And it's number one. And it's number two. Um, and so there's a specific person we need to put. No, this is others. All right, and this is a general check. So say, I feel irritated when others act out my own unmet need. <sighs> For intimacy and connection. Yeah, that's resonating. Okay, there's an, another pattern we need to look at from that section. So now we're going to move into the coherent um, aspects that we need. So we identified a lot of the non-coherence that we're going to switch off. Now we're going to identify the coherent patterns that we need to switch on. So this is the coherent bonding and separation that, that builds energy into the relationship. So the coherent bonding. 
And it's something from number one, number two, number three, number four. And this is a general check. So repeat after me, say, I look after myself and I ask for help when I need it. Yeah, and that's off right now. We're not resonating with that. And now we need to identify the coherent separation. And so the coherent separation pattern that we need is something from number one, two, three, four. Ah, I make the effort to achieve what I want. And this is a general check. So repeat after me. Say, I make the effort to achieve what I want. Yeah, and that is off. We are not resonating with that. <sighs> All right. So now we need to look at the coherent actions that are needed. And it's something from the list, something from A. So this is the coherent actions for bonding that we need. And it's something from one through five, six through 10, 11 through 15, 11, 12, 13. So this is energizing our field. So let's see. Energizing our energy field and our chakras. And this um, one, two, three, four, five. So this is energizing our energy field and chakras through exercise. So are you getting enough exercise? Uh, do you need to vary your exercise routine maybe? What is this um, pointing to for you? This is a general check. So say I energize my field and my chakras through exercise. And that is off. We are not resonating with that. And maybe if you are getting, you know, the proper exercise, maybe um, maybe we just need to switch this on so you'll feel more energized um, from your exercise. And then there's something from this. Yes. So this is the coherent actions for the separation stress. 
Um, let's see here. It's something from 1 through 10, 11 through 15, 11, 12, 13, 14. So there's a specific person we need to put in here. No. So this is I allow others to have their feelings and I stay in touch with my feelings. General check. So repeat after me. Say, I allow others to have their feelings. And I stay in touch with my feelings. Then <sighs> that is off. We are not resonating with that. Okay. So let's see what's next here. So now we need to go to the modalities. Yeah, so now we're gonna make an input of energy into the field so that we shift all of this. So what's needed is a modality from this section, yes, okay. So we need something from A, B, C, okay. So this is the options for the capacitor to build and store that energy charge in, into the relationships. And so what's needed is something from one through five, six through 10, Number six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ah, interesting stories. Let's see what we need here. Okay. So stories activate the limbic system, the limbic brain, through the images and feelings that they stimulate. And it's good to make a habit of collecting stories, telling stories, and reading stories. Futurists have predicted that one of the most important needs in the future will be storytelling. Okay, so we need to hear one of these stories. Yeah, so let's see. Uh, it's A, it's B, it's C. Okay. So this is the yellow ribbon. So just uh, sit back and relax and I'm gonna read you the story of the yellow ribbon. Once a man quarreled with his father and left home, never to return. Many years later, he wanted to come home, but he didn't know if his father would forgive him. 
So he sent his elderly parents a letter saying, I want to come home, but I don't know if you can forgive me. I will be coming by train. If you have forgiven me, please put a yellow ribbon on the tree at the end of the garden. When the train neared his home, he was too afraid to look and see if a yellow ribbon had been tied on the tree. So he asked a man in the train compartment to look for him. The man said, there's not only one ribbon on the tree, but the whole tree is covered in yellow ribbons. And just notice, how does that story make you feel? And who do you need to forgive? And I'm just gonna check here. This is complete. Yes, okay. I need to open up the lines. No, okay. So sometimes just listening to a story can shift our energy, shift our frequencies. Okay, there's another modality that we need. Yes, okay, so we need another modality. And the modality that's needed at this time um, is another story. No, something from A, B, something from C. Yeah, so again, um, these modalities to, to build the capacitor, the relationship capacitor, that reservoir of love and energy that we can draw on in times of challenge or difficulty. Okay. So what's needed here is something from one through five, six through 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Ah, we're gonna do harmonic overtones, okay. So this is a kind of toning, harmonic overtones. Let's see what we need here. So harmonic overtones, um, we are going to use the vowel sounds, and I'm gonna check here, U, or, A, E, E. U, or, a, e, e. And so those sounds correlate to the chakras. U is the root, or is the pelvic, a is the um, solar plexus, U, 
or a eh is the heart e for the throat. Oh, wait a minute. I got that wrong. Ooh is the pelvic. Or is the solar plexus. Ah, the heart. Eh, the throat. E for the, um, the brow. So starting pelvic up to brow. Okay. So how I'm going to, I might, uh, let's see, I'm going to do these, demonstrate them for us. And, um, you can do them as best as you can, but also know that I am doing them as proxy for you. So using those vowel sounds, what I'm going to do, take a deep breath in, hollow out the back of my throat, and then rather than using this, the, the shape of my lips, like to form the sounds, I'm going to purse my lips together and use my tongue to form the sounds. And I'm gonna push the air up through my nasal passage and that kind of gives it that nasal metallic quality, okay? So. So that's what they sound like. <laughs> so I'm just going to check. There's um, any other details that we need with this? No. Okay. So you can join in with me. Yes. Okay. And that actually takes some practice. So I don't expect that you would do them, um, you know, perfectly. That's, that's not the idea. Um, we'll just take a little moment and let that integrate there. So we need another modality. No. Okay. So now we're going to go back and recheck the statements to confirm what has shifted. Okay. 
So we've got quite a few statements here. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to have a sip of water. All right. <clears throat> so this is the bonding stress. So say, I am unable to bond with my mother because she is sick. Yeah, and that is off. We are not resonating with that. And just notice what, what these feel like now as we go through them again. You might notice that you feel more relaxed or that maybe they don't have the same emotional charge. So say, I am hyper agitated because my mother leaves me. and loses contact with me. And that is off. We are not resonating with that. <sighs> okay, say I feel everything intensely. Yeah, that is off. Nice. And say I take everything personally. And that is off. That has shifted. Excellent. That'll make a big difference in our relationships. We're not taking things personally. And say I cannot trust others. And that is off. We're not resonating with that. Say I separate myself from others to avoid being de-energized by them. Yeah, that has shifted. We're not resonating with that anymore. And say, I want others to take care of me. Okay, that one's still on. We're going to come back to that. Sometimes they shift in different orders. Say, I have deep needs that aren't recognized or satisfied. And that one is off. Nice. And say it takes a crisis. Or a very large sensory input. For me to get in touch with my feelings. Yeah, that is off. Nice. And this was the heart chakra here. Say, I am possessive.
That is off. And say, I feel irritated when others act out my own unmet need. For intimacy and connection. Yeah, and that is off. Nice. Now we're going to move into the coherent patterns. This is the coherent bonding. I look after myself and I ask for help when I need it. Yeah, that's nice and strong now. We are resonating with that. And this was the coherent separation. Say, I make the effort to achieve what I want. Nice, and that is on. Beautiful. And these are the coherent actions. Um, I energize my field and my chakras through exercise. Yep, that is on. We are resonating with that. Beautiful. And say, I allow others to have their feelings. And I stay in touch with my feelings. And that is on. Nice. Nice. Okay. So we're going to go back to that one that hadn't shifted. Um, and as I'm reading this, I'm also, it, I want others to take care of me. I'm getting the sense that that is, I expect others to take care of me. So let's check this. Say, I want others to take care of me. Yeah, that is off. Good. And say, I expect others to take care of me. Yeah. And that is off. Good. Good. So everything has shifted. So let's see, there's anything more that we need from this session? No, the session is complete. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. So um, just take a little pause here. Take a couple of breaths. Let that settle in. Oh. Okay, so um, anybody have any questions or comments, you can press star six and that will unmute you. If you have any questions for me, or if you have any comments that you'd like to um, share. Press star six and that'll unmute you. Uh, 
Looks like everybody's good. Okay, I'm just gonna unmute us all here. Thanks, Liz. It's Helen. I really, really appreciate your sharing your gifts with us. Oh, thank you, Helen. Thank you for participating. Great. Oh, You're welcome. Many blessings. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, Hi, thank Liz. you. It's Lori. Hey, Lori. How are Lori. you? Um, this was an amazing session. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome. It's, it's yeah, it's like my major issue in life, so thank you. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. Lots of love to you and James. Thank you. All right. So um, thank you, everybody, for, for joining in. And we'll be back next month the first monday of the month that'll be the last show of the year coming into december already wow. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah yeah didn't that so you can go back and um listen to the recording by clicking on the same link that you got that you clicked on to get into the call tonight um and uh we'll see you next month thank you so much Thank you. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. Any plus? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.